Irish Community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. Ah, yes, good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack here, November the 12th, a nice frosty day outside. And that was, uh, we kicked the show off there with a band called Barnbrack uh, singing a beautiful song uh, called That's Belfast. And uh, I want to dedicate that song to my good pal, Billy Miller, 
whose uh, sister passed away during the week, um, Elizabeth Lily McGee. And um, I got to stay with Lily. She she lived up on the Anderson's Town Road, and I got to stay a night there with Lily when I went back with the the all-star football team uh, representing Toronto. And we played a game in Belfast, and I happened to stay a night up there. And a nicer woman you couldn't meet, so um, our thoughts and prayers go out to um, uh, to Billy and his uh, his family, and of course she was also Hugo Strani's um, uh, sister-in-law. So um, just wanted to pass on my condolences um, to um, everybody who was affected by that. So anyway, that's uh, that's Belfast. Very good. So um, it's myself and Jay here in the studio today, and uh, I don't think. That, um, that this is one of these uh, these magic uh, these magic weekends of sport, Lots. and um, Ken is away, of course, but uh, he's over in Ireland. Uh, but fierce, reliable fella he is. He's on the phone here. I wonder if he's in Galway or Sligo. Where are you, Kenny? Good morning. How are you doing, pal? Good morning, Mark. Jay, how are things? I am calling from uh, Galway today. Ah, good I'm, man yourself. Uh, I'm down here, and um, yeah, it's a lovely day here in Galway. Sun has been shining, blue skies, so. Good, no good. frost like you're having there as a parent. Ah, a little bit, a little bit of frost. The sun is shining, but uh, it has gone a little bit, uh, a little bit cold now. And uh, I uh, want to also pass on my best wishes to your family over there, and particularly your dad. I hope he's uh, making a speedy recovery and he can tune into some of the best, best bits of Irish music that he's likely to hear forever oh, and ever. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be playing a. a, a a, a, a great game altogether here today, are you? <laughs> get them all lined up. I got them all lined up, and of course, you know, um, very easy to pick a song when uh, you have you have a fella like uh, Leonard Cohen that you want to really uh, recognise and um, pay homage to. Of course, um, he has lots very of sad lots, news. Yeah. very sad bit of news, and uh, I'll have a song when you and I are wrapped up here from him. And um, I'll also have a caller coming in, Kenny, from uh, New York City. Uh, to tell us a little bit about the McGregor's. A fella gone down to see the McGregor fight, and he said he'd call in, and we'll have a chat about that as well. So, well, just touching on Leonard there, uh, one of my uh, favorite artists, and uh, I was chatting with my sister, and apparently he was uh, he was interviewed uh, not too long ago, about three weeks ago, um, and just uh, somebody was talking to him about his uh, favorite places that he had um, had done his concerts, and one of them was uh, in my lovely hometown of Sligo, out there in Lissadell. I saw that. He's been uh, yeah. close uh, connection with, uh, with Yates. He loved being out there. So yeah, uh, that was a, a nice touch. And uh, I know we've got a big game coming up uh, this evening here in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland v. Austria. And, and I, I saw uh, an article in the paper today that one of the things that uh, Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane have in common is their uh, their musical influences and Leonard Cohen being one of them. So there's another wee tie in. So maybe wow. Leonard will look down on us tonight <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and and make sure we put a, a win in against Austria. It's been 29 years since we have won an away game in the group stage of any qualifier against a team ranked ahead of us. So uh, I wouldn't be putting anything there now on. I wouldn't be running to Paddy Power now. Uh, 29 years is a long time, but sure. Listen, aren't we fierce optimists altogether? Well, we are, especially for what we witnessed uh, last ah, yes. weekend, a superb <laughs> weekend. Uh, they're still talking about it here on uh, on Irish radio. And uh, just what a fabulous, fabulous weekend we had down in Chicago watching history been made 111 years. And uh, our uh, beloved uh, Irish rugby team 
beating uh, beating the All Blacks. And um, you know what? I love that text. I think you were showing me there that no one ever beats Ireland 29 times in a row. So <laughs> That's good, isn't maybe it? Maybe <laughs> that number 29 will be lucky for us again tonight on the soccer pitch. So. <laughs> well, we can always put on our headstone we lived or he lived to see the day that the Ireland beat the All Blacks because many have not. So it's uh, absolutely fantastic. And of course, you were there to see, um, I don't know if you got to see the Munster Maori game, a fantastic, but very emotional as well. The uh, the new the all, the all Blacks got a little bit of stick for doing a different version of the Hacke in Chicago, but they came good and they did the... They did the version of the Hakka yesterday, I think, to commemorate uh, Axel Foley there um, against Munster, which is the one they used to really commemorate the loss of a, of a fallen comrade or tribesman. So it was very moving to see that. Did you get to see it, buddy? I did indeed, yeah. And they, uh, they put the number eight jersey down uh, in the centre of the pitch. And uh, it was uh, it was really emotional night there in, uh, in Limerick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Munster went on then to beat them. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, really, and there's more really rugby. Good. There's there more rugby. Ireland taking on um, our our Canadians. How about that? Yes, our Canadians are uh, at the Aviva Stadium tonight. Mm-hmm. Right after uh, the uh, the boys in green, the soccer will be finished, oh, and uh, the boys in green will take on the men in red at the Aviva. And uh, I just got I uh, was offered two tickets for that game last night, <laughs> but um, unfortunately I, I can't make it. I have other duties to be performing here. Oh uh, yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be uh, I'll be tuning in to both them games now, and uh, myself and Roz are going to settle in and watch the uh, the Ireland Austria game, and then we'll watch uh, Ireland Canada right after that. So lovely, it'll be a, a nice sports weekend or a sports night anyway together. And I um, I also see there that uh, your man Seamus Power in the golf is only five back. He the stormer yesterday. He did so uh, fair play to him. Yeah, up the leaderboard he went and. Um in other bit of sports news, I mean, it's not not a lot of GAA stuff that's really making news, but Jackie Tyrrell has retired from the Kilkenny team. Of course, a bucket of all our medals there, but uh, Jackie didn't get a run in the final there. I think he's decided it's time to hang up the boots, but what a great servant for uh, Kilkenny hurling he has been. And uh, fair play to him indeed, yeah. And did, I don't know if you caught the Late Late last night, but there was a, a friend of our show on the Late Late last night. I saw that he was on. Did I didn't, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, was, he was hilarious. McGowan. Mr. McGowan. Yeah. From, uh, from out there in Enniscrown, and he talked about how he brought the plane, and he has it all... He's it all set up now, he said, and he said, I have uh, the airport with the plane, and then he's got buses that bring you from the airport, and he's got a taxi rank, and he's got a train station, and he's kind of got it all teamed now, and every one of them, you can uh, you can buy your bed in there, and he's, uh, he's trying to attract people to that part of Sligo, and uh, to the west, uh, and so fair play to him, he, he was deadly on the, the late, late. He, uh, your man uh, Ryan Tuberty wanted him back again. Uh, he was a he was a nice breath of fresh air on the show. Ah, yes, he was. He was very good. Well, listen, I said from the outset that we were going to play an old tune here, um, uh, and a Leonard uh, Cohen tune, and and it is the the tune. It's kind of predictable uh, that song, um, Hallelujah, one of my favorite yeah, songs. But he uh, lovely. He does it uh, better than anybody. It's his song for sure. And um, I might uh, will I chat to you later on the calendar, or will I do I it will. myself? I'll call in, I'll try and call in, what time is your caller coming into you there? Uh, 11.30. 11.30, so maybe around 11.40, 
I'll give you a, a shout back in. Perfect. And uh, we, we'll do the calendar if we can connect. And uh, I'll leave you on this one here. I was going into town to Galway last night, and I said to the cab driver, give me a nice name of a nice old pub there that I can win and have a nice pint. And uh, he said, uh, I'll take you in here. There's a great wee pub. It's called the Galway Arms. And that's where I had a few pints uh, again last no. night. How good, about that? Good huh? man yourself, yeah. Well, I'll be like talking... Said, though, given that we're in Galway, would it not just be called the Arms? <laughs> <laughs> it's anyway. like it's like Chinese food in in China. It's just called <laughs> right, just called food. food yeah, that's it. All right, very All good, right. buddy. I'll talk to you soon. I'll be listening in. Good, good luck. man. Yes. Bye bye bye.
family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, off to Ottawa now to uh, to hear from the busiest and smartest reporter up in that part of the world. Desmond, good morning. <laughs> My God, Mark, thank you very much for that. What a sunny and glowing recommendation. Thanks very much for that, Ken, and good mor- uh, Mark there, rather, and good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Taoiseach Enda Kenny was one of only nine world leaders to speak to America's new president-elect Donald Trump within 24 hours of his upset victory in this past, day, past Tuesday's election. In fact, Kenny's conversation with the bombastic businessman came before the traditional early call to the British Prime Minister, Theresa May, making him... making. Kenny, the first European Union leader to speak to Trump the day after he defeated former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The Irish Times reported on Thursday that the Irish Embassy in Washington, D.C. arranged for the call through associates of former New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani, tipped to be Trump's new Attorney General. Kenny and Trump spoke early on Thursday, Irish time, for about 10 minutes. Trump invited Kenny to the White House for St. Patrick's Day this March, and Kenny congratulated Trump on his win. He understands Ireland very well. He was complimentary about the decisions made about the economy here, Kenny said on Thursday, as Trump has business interests on the island. While the usual pleasantries are part of the normal diplomatic discourse between Dublin and Washington, more worrying news came from one of Trump's top economic advisors, who warns that a, quote, flood of companies could leave Ireland under Trump's proposed new tax regime. Trump's senior economic advisor, Stephen Moore, was quoted by the Press Association as saying that America will be looking to woo back multinationals with radical business tax cuts from roughly 35% currently to 15 to 20%. Moore, a former chief economist with the Conservative Heritage Foundation think tank, speaking to BBC Radio 4, said that under this plan, multinationals could also pull out of Canada, too, and return home. 
In other news, while Trump has a new job, Pat Ennis, General Secretary of the Guard of Representative Association, is lucky to still have his, having survived a no-confidence vote this week. The GRA pulled out of being Ireland, beginning Ireland's first-ever Guard strike last Friday so that its members could consider a Labour Corps pay deal. Ennis faced the motion on Monday after he was criticized for deciding to exempt certain Garda units from the strike without consulting the Executive Committee. The Irish Examiner reports that he survived the vote at the board by 26 to 16. The GRA will be balloting its members on the Labour Court recommendations, the results of which will not will likely be known later on this month. The Association of Garda Sergeants and Inspectors also recommended that its members accept the Labour Court package. In other labour unrest news, the Association of Secondary Teachers Ireland suspended its strike actions earlier in the week, which saw many secondary schools across the island closed on Monday. The ASTI has entered into negotiations with the Department of Education and the Workplace Relations Commission. However, the ASTI executive has warned that strike action could resume if a significant deal is not reached by the end of this month. Finally, on the labour front, nurses will be balloting if they wish to proceed with strike action in the coming weeks. The Irish Nurses and Midwives Organization is looking for a restoration of pay as well as retention and recruitment changes. I think we'll get a strong mandate for a strike, said General Secretary Liam Doran, pointing to what he called a lack of respect and frustration with the government. In other news this week, how did a Dubliner who last lived in a quiet village in County Longford become the latest Islamic State fighter to fall during the Battle of Mosul? Dublin-born Terence Kelly, <coughs> excuse me, 50, died last Friday after carrying out a suicide bombing in Iraq. A former nurse from Dublin's Liberties, he reportedly converted to Islam while in jail in Saudi Arabia for illegally brewing alcohol and took the name Khalid. From 2013 to late 2015, he lived in Arda, County Longford, before returning to the Middle East. He died while driving a vehicle loaded with bombs towards Iraqi government forces. He reportedly had a Pakistani-born wife and children. Islamic State issued a statement confirming his death, calling him Abu Osama Arlandi. But the Irish Times has uncovered that no one else died in his suicide attack, though there were eight soldiers who took shrapnel wounds. Sheikh Umar al-Qadri, head imam of the Irish Islamic Centre in Blanchardstown, Dublin, said that he felt that Kelly's death was a relief. He called Kelly a, quote, ticking time bomb, and that Irish people did not have to worry about him committing violence in Ireland. He deserves to be in hell because he probably killed innocent people, Al-Qadri told the paper. Yes, he had a family, but at the same time, he is not now going to bring up his sons as jihadists. While Kelly had appeared on The Late Late Show to express extremist religious views, he was also kept under guard of surveillance and even tended to an Islamic information stall outside of the General Post Office in Dublin before leaving. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil. Wasn't it great in 68 to have been around back then? A night in the town cost half a crown and you still had money to spend. Girls wore mini skirts and car dry shirts and boots up to their knees. 
with back home tear they looked so fair they were such a sight to see well Betsy and me about half past three we'd hit for God knows where with the loan of a pound and the roof rolled down on a 1600e we'd hit on Mel to hear Mcdell our dolin in tremore the barrel and Are the silver sands are a marquee in Tullamore I wanna go back, take me back To where I wanna be Take me back again in time It's forever on my mind Take me back to where it all began for me Lovely girls we met When you made bed from every corner of the globe From the hitching post to the last outpost Some have no fixed abode From the golden veil to Emmy Vale Where a blonde had her eye on me Down to Cabo White Where a farmer's wife wanted Betsy home for tea Well, those times are gone And it wasn't long till they were just a memory The halls up there in the full of wares like videos and TVs I've settled down and made a few pounds but each Sunday as the clock strikes eight I think at a time that the world was mine back in 1968 I want to go back take me back to where I want to be take me back again in time it's forever on my mind take me back to where it all When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. I'll tell you, make a date with the Galway Arms for 30 minutes from now because uh, Ireland are taking on Austria and um, the Galway Arms will have that uh, have that game on live there. So get down there. It's at 12 o'clock. Don't turn off the radio too soon, but uh, it's kicking off there in a half an hour. So uh, that game is on. Michael, just let me know. Um, also, tonight at the Galway Arms, Jay, uh, the Leash Offley Association have their big night down there. So um, uh, I might try and make an old appearance for that there. I got a call being asked if I would uh, 
maybe pop my head in. But um, see if I can move some stuff around to, yeah. to get in there. Yeah. And uh, next weekend, next uh, Saturday, actually, uh, the 19th, it's their 25th anniversary. The Galway Arms have been open oh, I 25 yeah. years. Music all day and night. Drink specials, that usually means Della will be making the, the fuzzy navels and the sex on the beach. She's fierce good at making oh, those lovely. drinks. They're going to give away a 50-inch uh, TV as well. So um, anyway, be good crack down at the Galway Arms tonight. Good crack down there on Saturday the 19th and good crack on there in about 30 minutes from now. Yep. So listen, we'll roll on here with an old tune. So last week, I know we were playing a Chicago tune. And so it's only fitting that, you know, in fact, we met a lot of uh, Irish people that were making their way from Chicago to New York for this fight. And uh, so it, uh, it's only fitting that we have a new New York song here. So here's Bagatelle and the streets of New York. I was 18 years old when I went down to Dublin With a fistful of money and a cartload of dreams Take your time, said my father, stop rushing like hell And remember all is not what it seems to be Cause those fellows would cut you for the coat on your back For the words that you got from your mother So take care, my young bucko Mind yourself well And will you give this we know to my brother At the time Uncle Benji was a policeman in Brooklyn And my father, the youngest, looked after the farm And a phone call from America said send the lad over And the old fella said sure it wouldn't do any harm For I've spent my life working this dirty old ground for a few pints of porter and the smell of a pound Maybe there's something you're there and you'll see And you can bring it back home, make it easy on me So I landed at Kennedy, a big yellow taxi Carried me and my bags through the streets and the rain And my poor heart was thumping around with excitement and I hardly even heard what the driver was saying We came in the short pathway to the flatlands in Brooklyn To my uncle's apartment on East 53rd I was feeling so happy, I was singing a song And I sang you as free as a bird Well, to shorten the story, what I found out that day Benji got shot on in an uptown foray and when I was flying away to New York Poor Benji was lying in a cold city bar So I phoned up the old fellow, told him the news I could tell he could hardly stand up in his shoes And he wept as he told me, go ahead with the plan And not to forget what was that like a So I went up to Nelly's beside Fordham Road And I started to learn about lifting the load But the heaviest thing that I carried that year Were the bittersweet thoughts of my hometown so dear I went home that December cause the old fella died Had to borrow the money from Phil on the side And all 
the bright flowers and brass couldn't hide the poor wasted face of my father. So I saw the old farmyard for what it was worth, and into my bag stuck a handful of earth, and I got me a train, and I boarded a plane, and I found myself back in the U.S. again. It's been 22 years since I set foot in Dublin And my kids know to use the correct knife and fork Ha ha ha, there we go The streets of New York And there's a few lads on the line On the streets of New York This could be radio suicide here lads But I can tell you There's a bucket of Irish lads down To see Eddie Alvarez taking on Conor McGregor tonight now, most Irish people can't afford a ticket to the thing, but rich Tipperary farmers, they can afford it. And I have just a man oh, on the line here. Donny Fogarty, how's it going down there? Connolly's Pub in New Times Square, are you? Well, you just off Times Square, yeah. Good man yourself. And you got a bucket of lads around you there, have you? we got a bucket of a couple of boys here uh, from Dublin beside me. Say hello, lads. Oh, Lord. That's a lot from Monaghan. Don't listen to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep the Monaghan lads away. Hey, are any of them wearing a nice mink coat by any chance, Donny? I think he said you have a nice mink coat anyway. <laughs> no, I think McGregor bought the last one, the Gucci. <laughs> so listen, what's the story here? Um, I mean, I can't profess to be a massive follower of this, but uh, he got away by the, by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin there against Nate Diaz. What's the story with Eddie Alvarez? Is he going to beat him tonight or what? Well, well, number one, let me correct you there. I wouldn't say that he got away with it with the hair of his chinny-chin-chin. He beat him. Solid. All right. And <laughs> number two, Alvarez, yeah, he's one of the boys reckon the second. He's going to beat him in the second round. McGregor has a big reach advantage. And uh, I think it's going to go to distance. But uh, hold on, Robbie, Robbie third, what do you think? Third round. Third round. Monaghan says third round. Third round. And all the boys are saying the second. I think it's going to go full hill. All right. But, <laughs> but there's no there's no chance he can lose this one, Donny. Sorry. There's no chance he can lose this one. Sorry, repeat that. Sorry. Is, is there a chance he can lose this one? Is your man handy? Uh, is there a chance he can lose it? It's the UFC, yeah. There's always a chance, man. It's with this game, it's like one slap, it's over, you know. All right. Hey, listen, come here. What's the crack down there? Is there are there uh, Irish lads all yeah, over the place? Yeah, we just, uh, I think there's something like 15,000 Irish came into New York for the weekend here, and uh, it's sold out, 20,000 tickets sold out. Wow. So the, cheap, the cheapest tickets right now in Subhub are uh, $800. Oh, mother of Lord, by God. That's incredible. So Madison Square Garden, you know? Yeah, and uh, there's a big soccer game starting there in about 25 minutes as well. I'm sure a few of you will pile into the pints. We're pub here just off uh, Times Square. So the soccer game, they're not televising it. It's quite weird, but... Uh, yeah, we're here uh, hosting the Irish jerseys anyway. All right. Hey, did you say there's a Wexford lad there? There's a Wexford lad. He is, yeah. Eric, get over here. Does he speak English? He said, do you speak English? This is Mark O'Brien. <laughs> here, hold on. Go ahead there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well, yeah. Good man. Where, whereabouts in Wexford are you from? Listen, uh, my prediction for tonight, I reckon we'll be dancing at the crossroads in the second round. <laughs> second round? The crossroads will be uh, Times Square. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a good. That's a. I got. I got part of it. That's for sure. These boys have lived in Melbourne for the last few years. All right, very good, very good. I was only asking because we have an old Wexford song coming up on the show here. A, a lady by the name of uh, Celine O'Leary is going to be singing a song called Wexford Town. And um, uh, very good. Ah, yes. Well, listen, you're a great man. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. 
You're a good man for you're a good man for calling in here, and uh, you're, I, I'm I'm a brave man for allowing you. What's the prediction anyway? <laughs> is the second round a second round pumping anyway? He was prancing around there like the boys wagon. And we should make this an annual thing, Mark. It was from Las Vegas this time last year. Yeah. New York this year. Who knows? It could be Dublin next year. Oh. Or Abbey Leaks, even. Can you imagine? Abbey Leaks is right, yeah. Well, someone someone on the radio said there that uh, that McGregor looked like Liberace with a Dublin accent walking around with that mink coat. Uh, he's some crack. He's some crack. He is, he's isn't he? the mink coat down here with the Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Hey, Hadoni. Be, be be safe down there. There's been a few lads. Um, right, been a few lads who. Hello from New York, from all the boys, right? Ah, good man. Thanks, Tony. Take it handy, Mark. Good ah, luck. All right. Bye bye. Good stuff there. Now there's all the lads. Now, Sounds that, like some crack down there. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. Can you imagine the fun now? And uh, but I can't imagine going to Chicago last weekend and then you head down and these fellas going hard down in uh, Times Square but uh, I just, there'd just be fierce crack down there oh yeah there would be yeah. the soccer game going on the rugby game and um, and then the fight tonight and the fight tonight yeah, yeah. so anyway so oh. what have we got lined up did you line up that Wexford song I or not a different one I had uh, the Flower Straban oh, lovely song is that what you want yeah. roll that song there now and this is uh, Paddy Riley sings this rendition of it it's fantastic <laughs> If I were king of Ireland and all things at my will, I'd roam through all creation, new comforts to find still. And the comfort I would seek the most, as you might understand, is to win the heart of Martha, the flower of sweet. Her cheeks, they are a rosy red, her hair a lovely brown, and o'er her milk-white shoulders it carelessly hangs down. She's one of the fairest creatures in the whole of Ireland, and my heart, it's captivating. If I had you, lovely Martha, away in Kinnishaw, or in some lonesome valley in the wild woods of Tyrone, I would use my whole endeavor to try to work my plan for to gain the prize and feast. My eyes on the flower of sweet Stravan But I'll go over the lagging Down by the steamship tall I'm sailing for America Whatever may befall My boat is bound for Liverpool Very good, Paddy Riley and the flower of sweet Straban. Anyway, um, I'd say now we'll have a we'll have a chat here with Kenny because he's calling into the Guinness Calendar of Events, 
and we'll roll the old uh, roll the old music for that there now in a second here. Hold on. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness. Very good. Here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for Hard to Believe, November the 12th. Coming to you live from Galway this week. And of course, uh, it's getting uh, near the end of the year, so a lot of folks will be trying to put a few donations together. So why not donate to Irish Project Hope? And you can send your donations, your checks, into Irish Project Hope, Holy Rosary Parish, 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto, M5P1N4. And always remember to mark that to the attention of our friend Ethna Heffernan. Dancing classes with Maureen Mulvey are back Monday nights at the Irish Supporters Club on Tuesdays at the Corktown Pub in Hamilton and on Wednesdays at the new Senior Centre up there on the Danforth Avenue and Thursday nights at All Saints Catholic High School in Whitby. Tonight, if you want to get a bit of dancing going on, from 8 till half 11, you'll get the open door, Kayleigh. Everybody is welcome. And that's taking place at the Royal Canadian Legion at 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are only $15. And as usual, at the cash bar, Barry's Tea and Home Baked Treats will be there. Music by Ina O'Brien and her band. There'll be great dancing, Kaylee, Seth and Walsham. There's free parking. It's TTC accessible. And you can contact Geraldine at 416-573-1205 or Mary at 905-330-7972. Also tonight, if you don't have your tickets yet, there may be a spot left. Friends of Champagne are having their annual dinner, and that's taking place at half seven down at the Hot House Cafe in Toronto. Guest speaker will be Champagne's Louise O'Reilly, a TD from Dublin. Tickets are $125, and if you want to get in, 416-402-3729. And on November the 17th, the Chamber of Commerce is having their President's Dinner. Bill Kyle, former CEO of Irish Life and EVP of Wealth Management Great West Life, will address the Chamber and their members on this occasion of their third annual President's Dinner. Tickets are on sale right now and you can get them at ICCCTO.com. And uh, it is kicking off with cocktails at 6 p.m. and then 7 p.m. dinner. And it's taking place at 1 King West in the Grand Ballroom. So get yourselves out to that. Celtic Studies Speaker Series is taking place on Thursday, November the 17th at 6 p.m. It's in the Charbonne Lounge at St. Michael's College. A talk by Dr. Rankin Shirling on The Invisible Irish, followed by the launch of his book, and it's called The Invisible Irish, Finding Protestants in the 19th Century Migrations to America. It's free admission, and all are welcome. And, of course, it's made possible by a grant from the Irish Cultural Society of Toronto and McGill Queen's Press, University Press. For all the information on our calendar, our Guinness Community Calendar, you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. You can get all the phone numbers and website addresses and emails and such there. And, of course, you can always download podcast of our radio show so there you go lads good man Kenny thanks for doing that and um, I'm having trouble here getting some of the scores from some of the other big international rugby games but I did see that uh, New Zealand have thumped um, uh, thumped poor Italy there I did see that result any update in the England game Kenny did you know who won that Uh, they were leading uh, 11 minutes into the second half they were beating South Africa 30 points to 9 yikes okay all right 
So they're uh, they're uh, South Africa looking a bit soft right now. All the Southern Hemisphere teams, I suppose, other than a, you know naturally now there would have been no hope really for Italy. Uh, today against New Zealand, and of course they'd want to go out and, and make their mark after losing last week. They would. Um, so it'll be very interesting uh, next weekend when New Zealand are back here at the Aviva and um, taking on, of course, uh, Ireland here in the uh, the rematch. And then a week after that, it's uh, Australia. Wow. So uh, lots of rugby coming up uh, against the Southern Hemisphere teams. And uh, I was just listening there to your to your interview with the lad down in New York there, and uh, we we met a lot of Irish people who came in from not only Ireland but all around the U.S. to watch the, uh, yeah. the New Zealand game last week, and they were all asking us, "Okay, lad, are you off to New York next weekend?" <laughs> and we said, uh, "No, we have to go and do other things like work and whatnot." But there was a whole lot of them in America for a, a good old length of time, and plenty of Irish celebration, no doubt. Oh, very good, very good. So, come here, listen now, we didn't get a chance at the top, and I, I thought Desmond would cover more, but he didn't give any mention that now uh, Sligo will have a man in the White House. Well, I'm glad you brought it up there, Kenny, now. Uh, Mike Pence, his grandfather, is from um, is from a little town up there. What's the name of the town? Tubber He's from Tubber Curry. He is indeed. Yeah, so we'll we'll um, we'll have a shot at getting him on the on the show. Oh, at, or at the very least, we'll, we? we'll get an old Sligo jersey on him when we go down and see Sligo play in New York in May of next I'd year. Say we, we might get special invites down to the to the White House or the Trump House or whatever oh, he's going to call us. Can you imagine? Yeah, that was some that was something. Now we landed, um, and the uh, the pilot announced that uh, the election was over and that Trump had won, and we thought he was joking. And I went in to get the car. And the fellas uh, at uh, at the car rental place said, uh, "Yeah, he has uh, he won," and apparently that the Canadian uh, immigration website went down because there was so many That's requests. Right. <laughs> there was uh, unbelievable there was some stuff on. Uh, I, I actually happened to be in. I was in a place called Burlington, Vermont, um, on Tuesday of this week, um, and I was there until Thursday night, and I drove across the border from Montreal. And I have to say that, I mean, and I was at an event with a lot of American, they were all American people. I was the only Canadian. And this thing has, this thing has absolutely rocked them to the core. I mean, I have never, I did not think that they'd react the way they did. Um, I mean, it was anger, shock, disappointment, uh, embarrassment. And it's interesting, there's kind of a code there too, where um, people don't they don't talk openly about who they vote for. I suppose there is in every country you might be a little bit yeah, secretive, yeah. but particularly there. And but one fellow opened up to me. Um, we were out for dinner on the Wednesday night, and he told me that he was um, he had read all of Donald Trump's books. He had followed his career, and he said that he thinks he can do amazing things for the country. And he just keeps his mouth shut. Um, he knows that most of the people that are in the course that we're doing are. Uh, you know, would be conservatives. Um, but uh, he, you know, he, he, he said he got my vote. And uh, I, he said, I think he's going to do incredible things for the country. And he also thinks that he has the smarts to uh, to change. And he's being controversial right now. And that, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw any footage of him sitting in the White House yesterday. But he looked oh, like, it did. Look. Oh, yeah, he looked shocked. Right? He looked deer in the headlights. Like he looked in yeah. a little bit overawed by that. And, yes. you know, ho- hopefully that'll, uh, ho- hopefully that'll kind of catalyze some form of, some form of um, you know um, you know behavior uh, behavior alteration yeah. or alignment I suppose yeah one would hope I mean this it's of course been all the talk over here and it was very interesting RT said we had three we have these uh, whatever two or three tweets we want to read out 
and they read them out and one was it, it may have got play, uh, airplay over there as well but it was um you know the uh this is a disgrace that the uh the popular vote is not the president uh the electoral vote is making a joke of our country we uh, another tweet followed that we should get out and protest this and protest mm. you know uh, in the streets of america and they said, you know, the, the, those they read out those three tweets, and then they said, and that was from Donald uh, Trump when Obama won in 2012. <laughs> so again, yeah. there was a replay of it, you know. And isn't that funny? And, but I am really shocked with the amount of uh, of, of protesting that's going on in the U.S. It's uh, yeah. quite amazing to watch yeah, the footage it, here. It, it it is. But when you when you look at the profile of the people that are doing the the the, uh, the protesting, I mean, uh, they yeah. they look like people have nothing better to do. And to be honest, with Irish, you, just, yeah. we have to yeah. just get on yeah. with this now. And I, oh, I do yeah. think that we we you know Canada is going to be. Uh, I think Canada is not not going to be uh, padded from from the impact of his policy changes. He's going to he's going to reopen NAFTA. Uh, I think he's going to make uh, he's going to make it tougher. I think to cross the border. Um, you, you can see, I, I can just see so many things changing about um, you know our uh, you know, our largest trading partner, and and he's going to want to protect jobs. He is going to reduce taxes in the automotive industry that that I operate in, and I think that that's going to have implications. Our taxes in the auto industry are going up. We're introducing carbon taxes and things like that, and he's not doing any of those things. In fact, he's going to reduce them. So I think our our automotive industry in particular is going to be very heavily impacted by his, um, uh, you know, by his introduction. But we'll see what happens, pal. We will indeed, and uh, Ireland is uh, quite nervous itself here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of those companies that he's calling home now. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of uh, yeah, a yeah. lot of very nervous people around here, yeah. just uh, not very unsure of what uh, it's going to bring. So yeah. fingers crossed that this settles down and he uh, has a bit of cop on, and uh, and we go from there. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully he won't stick too hard to, to um, stick hard stick too hard to the campaign provinces. He already made a little bit of a gesture yesterday. Um, there's an interview with um, uh, on uh, on 2020 or something coming up this week. Anyway, and he's already said, well, it doesn't matter if it's all a wall. Maybe some of it can be a fence. <laughs> so there you go. So we'll see what happens, Alrighty. buddy. All right. Well, listen, good stuff there. Yeah, this and, lady, uh, this lady here, her name is Selena, Selena O'Leary. She's a um, I don't know the political term for it, Kenny, but she's a traveling lady. I'll, I'll leave it at that. And uh, an Internet sensation she has been. And this is a, a song that she uh, sings called Wexford Town. And uh, go up there and give uh, Roz or an old hug for all of us, will you? I will indeed. And I'm going to go in and uh, watch the match with them here and keep them a bit of company. And uh, we'll cheer on the boys in green. Bottle of Lucasade by the bed, by any chance? Ah, sure, of course. Of course <laughs> there is. All right, buddy. Good luck to you. Chat to you See soon. You. Bye. Cheers. Bye, bye. Traveling and settled down For me father kept a horse and cow Oh, we lived within 
singer there uh, internet sensation the internet is great discovered so many people Justin yeah. Bieber included huh? exactly yeah get them well, listen, their start uh, I need to uh, we'll push on here was, uh, we're at 55 minutes and of course um, I, I never do a show without Joe so here's an old Joe tune could you imagine how big he'd be now if the internet was around oh, when he was massive, massive. Yeah. he was big anyway he was yeah. big anyways yeah. but could you imagine the internet <laughs> keep her going there
Alright, good stuff. Well, folks, sorry to cut that one short. I never like cutting Joe short. We're going to go out here with uh, Caledonia with Nathan Carter and... Um, Hopefully we'll um, we'll we'll uh, eke out a victory here in the soccer today, Jay. Yeah, I and, think so. Um, get down to the Galway Arms tonight for the Leash Offaly Association event. Do not forget about that one. And then, of course, next Saturday is their uh, big 25th anniversary. So, and Ireland take on Canada in a bit of rugby. That's and good right. luck to McGregor tonight. Yeah, that should do it, folks. Slana Gwith. In these last few days, I've been afraid. I might drift away I've been telling old stories and singing songs That make me think about where I came from And that's the reason why I seem so far away today Let me tell you that I love you I think about you all the time Caledonia, you're calling me Now I'm going home And if I should become a stranger You know, it would make me more than sad Cause Caledonia's been everything I've ever had I've moved and I've kept on moving I've proved the points that I need to prove them I've lost the friends that I needed losing And found others on the way I've kissed the girls and I've left them crying Stolen dreams, yes there's no denying I've traveled hard with conscience flying Summer in the wind So let me tell you that I love you And I think about you all the time Caledonia, you call me Now I'm going home If I should Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon